Hey everybody, welcome to Pokemon World Tour. I'm your host, Jake. And I'm your guide, Josh. And sorry for the hiatus on accident. Oops, sorry about Christmas. Yep, <laughs> um, and then like into January. So this is going up on the, like, 24th, I think? I've, I don't know. I think it's going up on the 24th. We're recording it the day before the last one was supposed to go up, uh, but I'm not editing it tonight <laughs> yeah. um so basically like schedules got moved around and this show is in this weird like like very specific time slot to record it and if we don't then oops so uh yeah. but we should be back on track now uh, uh i hope gonna... everyone had a good christmas and a good new year yeah hope the bird was kind to you hope hope uh you had a very good uh very merry pelly deli dash if you um if you want to choo choo, hope you got a choo choo. If you want a yo yo, hope you got a yo yo. <laughs> oh, if you if you wanted a weenie whistle, hopefully you got a weenie. Hopefully, because if you didn't, you're it's gonna over. Be a, it's over. That's it. That's <laughs> Your the last spirit's day. dead. You don't believe in Deli Bird anymore. Um, but he believes in you still. Josh. Yeah. What's up today? What do we do? What's the plan for today? Well, we have. We're not going to any cities today. Okay. We're we're gonna. We just finished Azalea Town. So we're going to go to the next big area and the route after that. And then so the next episode will be Goldenrod. Okay. All of this gymnast map gymnastics <laughs> is because I screwed up and did unknown on the Sevi Islands. So we have to like finagle the ruins of Alf in where I can do a different spotlight Pokemon. Yep. And thankfully it is in this weird four corners crossroads. So, so I have kinda... like places I can squish yeah. it. Cool. We got a little bit of news, so we're gonna jump into that first. So let's uh, let's get to it. Okay, Josh, uh, what do we got? What's we up? We have. Mm, I hesitate to call it news. It's rumors. R rumors. It's fake news. Yeah, you guys remember that Lindsay Lohan song, "Rumors"? No, just me. Continue. Here's here's the thing about rumors, especially in the Pokemon community, is that they are going to cling to it until oh, their dying day. Until People are still talking about Diamond and Pearl remakes like they are absolutely bound to happen, and I just don't think they're necessary no. or are going to. Uh, yeah, people no. still talk about Pokemon Stars like it wasn't Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Yep. And everybody, this isn't a rumor, but I'm just really sick of hearing it. Everybody knows you want Pokemon to follow you. You all don't need to say it in every comment. Yeah. Okay. Everyone wants that. It was the best thing they ever did. We get it, though. So this is some heavy air quote leaks from, I guess, the same sources that leaked Team Rainbow Rocket before it was officially revealed. From David Pokemon himself. Uh, it says Chinese sources. Okay. And they get these leaks because part of the leak is that the Chinese localization team has already finished translating... Pokemon Switch's script. Okay, that seems fake, but all right. And so I guess they know some stuff, and some of them were like, "We'll just tell and and what we'll tell Pokey Jungle about it, <laughs> and nobody else." They do credit um, Pokey Serena, who has a Twitter, so you can go follow her there as being the one that tracked down and translated them. So I mean, take all this how you want to, but here yeah. are the leaks. Uh, there are going to be no new Mega Evolutions introduced. So, I mean, that concept is dead, but they have to keep the ones they have. Right. What a bummer. Uh, <laughs> what a bummer on those. 
Z-Moves are going to return, and they will now use the Joy-Con's motion controls to activate. Mm. That better be an option if that's true, because I am not going to do the Z-Move dance every time I want to use I don't, a Z-Move. It might be like a Mario Odyssey situation where like, if you want to throw your hat, spinny, if you want to make it do a spinny circle, you got to do a certain way. It's maybe not like you don't have to do all the moves, but there is like yeah, a like I, throw up for this one, throw down. I don't down, like you know? that. I don't like that. I can't just hold the hat throw button to do a spinny circle hat throw. I mean, it would make well, but you throw the hat button to hold the hat out where you need it to go. Oh, you're right. So all right. Well, at least the the hat spin is not like a necessary. No, move. but I found myself playing more on my TV than in handheld mode because I Same. couldn't hat spin without it. And if you have a pro controller, you still can't hat spin. I think if you like literally throw your controller, it'll work, but then you have to run and get it real quick. <laughs> this is not really very efficient. The new region is going to be inspired by either Spain or Italy. Uh, so that could be neat. That could be very neat. I do... I like all the, like, heavily cultural regions. Like, Kalos is, like, very heavily France. Yeah. And Alola is definitely Hawaii. But I also miss kind of, like, generic regions. Like, Kanto is not a real-world place. Kanto is Kanto. Well, Kanto is based on, like, an area of Japan. Same thing with Johto. But it's not based on, like... Japan. It's not based on that. It's based on like culture. It's, it's just yeah, it's like, based on like living in a place. It's based on that map. Yeah. But I would like to see what they do with like an Italy region. I think that could Italy be very that neat. would be very cool. Spain could also be very cool. I feel like I would prefer Italy because I feel like there's a lot more. Do the Tauros run? That would be terrifying. <laughs> oh boy, would that be that. scary. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you bet on it on Tauros races or something. Something. Um. The central plot revolves around the conflict between tradition and innovation. So if that is true, I'm I'm throwing this out there. This is not part of the leaks. But we can expect these games to be Pokemon Old and Pokemon New <laughs> and the sequels to them to be Pokemon Borrowed and, and a re-release Blue. of Pokemon Blue. <laughs> <laughs> I, if, if Okay, here's my problem with that. Not I don't think it's fake. That sounds that sounds that's a thing that's happening all over the place. Every single thing is like old versus new now. Uh, because baby boomers are the worst and, and they can't let it go and everyone thinks millennials are ruining things but we just don't have the money to keep the kleenex industry available like i'm sorry <laughs> we're doing our best out here but like i don't get to like i have to like choose what i want to eat very carefully because a lot of it is very expensive so i can't keep buying magazines okay yeah, and, and sorry but i'm not choosing applebee's i'm not going to applebee's for anything <laughs> Thank you very much. So here's the problem is if the plot is old, like tradition versus innovation, and we are not on the side of innovation, then it's going to be, oh, those millennials are ruining everything. And I do not hold to that. Well, I think this is, if that's true, this is the time to make both versions drastically different from each other. And have one be like, do you want to be a baby boomer and try to ruin everything for the people (laughs) that come after you? Or do you want to be a millennial and try to clean up from the people that ruined things before you? I think it's going to be a Ruby and Sapphire situation where one team is like, everything should be the way it is and that's all. And the other team is like, only things should only be new. Yeah. Everything should newer is always better. Everything old should be destroyed. We should, everything should be new. And the player is going to be like, let nature work. It's like, take its course. You can do do both. Let things just naturally happen. Yeah. Um, I like that. That's a good idea. Yeah. Do that, Pokemon. Uh, But here's the meat of the rumor. And I'm going to read this paragraph. I don't like to just read on, 
on the podcast, but I have to. Yeah, just... it's a it's a hard skill to learn, and I'm still working on it. <laughs> um, uh, these details pale in comparison to what has also been said, though, and that is the games feature a new simplified battle system, which has been compared to that of the Digimon World games. For those not familiar with them, they use a real-time battle style in which moves are still selected via menu and include the option to attack or block moves from your opponent. It has also been compared to the battle system of Pokémon Tournament, in which moves are either attacks, blocks, or grabs and work in a rock-paper-scissors fashion. They wrote rock-scissors-paper. Oh, well, they're from Canada. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if that's true. That's a joke. I don't know if Canadians say things that wrong. I was going to say England. So, Oh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay, well. Here's the problem with that. That's not Pokemon. That's not a Pokemon. That's a spinoff, sure. Try it there. Uh, but that's not putting the butts in the seats. No. Okay, well, here's the problem. You know what? It's actually not because in Sun, it's dynamic and it's still done the same way. Like in Sun and Moon, yeah. like you, it's still just like pick from these four. The thing is, if it's going to the Switch, they're going to want to do a uh, Pokemon Breath of the Wild. Not in the sense of, like, here's a big world. In the sense of, like, here's what we can... Here's a... Very different. Like, yeah. it's the spirit but, of Pokemon, but very different. But take Breath of the Wild, right? Which is a very different Zelda game. Yes. But it's still a Zelda game. But instead of Link fighting with a sword, he has guns now. Yeah, well, yeah that would be it's, bad. It's very but, different. But see, except it's not that different i don't think is is if it's still like choose but it's in real time like i think that would work a lot more for a switch version that is that's like the active battle system i guess from final fantasy where like your opponents still get to take their turn while you're if their speed meter fills while you're still trying to make a decision i can see that just to speed up gameplay what scares me is when it says it's going to be like pokemon tournament which is just a fighting game yeah i don't love that and i tried that game I played it one time. <laughs> <laughs> I I've tried it. I don't love it. I don't it I don't get the Tekken way of fighting games doesn't uh grip and well it with does me. this weird like 3D like fighting arena but you can switch to like a 2D side fight yeah for like some moves and then like you can switch back on the fly. It's very weird. Are it was gonna, very hard for me to grasp. Are you going to have to aim? I just like aim your attacks? If it says I don't know how Digimon World works, but if it's like a real time it's going to be like run around in this like little area like there's a boundary that you have to that you are forced to stay within right. like an invisible wall and you like run and like try to hit them i would i would be okay with this if it is not just the way they're describing it and i feel like nintendo and the pokemon company like if they're going to do something they're going to like make sure it's done right if they're going to be changing the complete formula of how you do battles I feel like a more active fighting system could be very fun if it's done well. Yeah. I I worry what you'll lose in the in the change though. A lot of the you fan know? base. I don't think a lot of the fan base I think um, I think you'll lose a lot of the charm. I think you'll I think so, I yeah. I think you'll lose a lot of the charm of the feeling of Pokemon because in World Tour United we're like we're talking about like how to switch up the system for when we get to season two. And I have more ideas for that. Yeah, I know. Alan has, <laughs> Alan has a really good idea for a system to use. And I think if we can figure a way to like get some of your ideas into that, because the problem is if you don't have battles the way that they work in Pokemon, it doesn't feel like Pokemon. Right. Like just like on the nose of it. So if they if it's a more active system, but it isn't just like fighting a Pokemon, then like yeah. 
I don't know how it's going to work, but I, I'm excited to see it, but I'm willing to give it a try. If the tradition versus innovation is the theme. Oh, if you can pick. It could be a very <laughs> cool option. Yeah. Or like like how you have the battle royals in Alola. Maybe there's this like free form battle style. Right. That's taking off or in they could, whatever the new region is. Or they could do like uh, like wild battles are this this new way of doing it. But trainer battles are the old way of doing it because it's more like rigid and, right. and or like restricted. Official league battles if they bring like a proper league back. Yeah. Are like the traditional way because there's like set rules and it's very structured right. and when you fight like a trainer in the woods you can be like hey let's do it regular style or like no, yeah let's get nasty it's prison rules uh i i like it i think i think it could be good depending on how I'll it's try implemented. it but it's gonna, it's gonna take a lot to well sell you're me. just like a like you're an old fogey about <laughs> i'm that. a baby boomer about yeah, pokemon <laughs> you are i'm cool with it changing here's what i want i just don't want it to be what am i trying to say i don't want it to be very different just because it's on the switch now yeah like i don't want it to be the gale of darkness games like whatever that series is you know like right let it let it be pokemon still but like figure out a way because like i love breath of the wild it's my favorite zelda i think i i love it so much i like the story of twilight princess a lot more but i like i've never felt better than playing breath of the wild I get why people don't like it if they're really, really like Zelda's. Yeah. Because, like, it's very different, but it's different in a way that I feel like is was not, like, inevitable, but, like, is a good evolution of the form. If they can give me the Pokemon Breath of the Wild, like, or the Pokemon Odyssey, which is, like, yeah. Mario Odyssey is, like, the best possible Mario game because it's everything done the best, you know? Yeah. So, like, if they can give me that for Pokemon, like, I'm in. I'm I'm cool. I'm going to get it anyway, obviously. Yeah, I mean, of course. So. Um, <laughs> but I could not, we couldn't not talk about this because it's yeah. a pretty major rumor. Uh, it is, again, just a rumor from one person, I guess. Right. Um, that made its way to Poke Jungle and then spread through the internet, through the neural system of the internet. Yeah, to through like the, every the hive corner. mind. Um, and so every Pokemon trainer stopped screaming about Pokemon following you and is now screaming about the new battle system. Well. So... I mean, look, if it's going to make nerds mad, like maybe that'll be fun. Like that's, you know, that's what I love. That's true. <laughs> um, I always like the about... biggest, the biggest complaint about it real quick before we move off. From okay. it, the biggest complaint about it is that it'll ruin the competitive scene. And that Good. I'm kind of yes. excited about. Burn it to the ground. <laughs> Salt the earth. Competitive Pokemon sucks and is boring. Yeah. This last year or the year before that, they started doing some weirder new. I think it must have been last year because there's only been one year since the new one came out. There's been like a lot of like differences in teams and so i'm glad they're getting there like they just like messed up a bunch of the meta so that you had to do a different stuff pokemon so not everyone has the same team of six which sucks yeah so if it's gonna destroy the competitive scene then like yeah let's do it i know a lot of people listening love the competitive scene and i'm sorry that we're always ragging on it but like it would be like if you watched football but everyone scored every time <laughs> and if then one person football, whoever went first won. If you watch football but every team's quarterback is Tom Brady. Yeah, that would suck. <laughs> Brady's awful. Uh I want to talk about one thing real quick. It's a a Pokemon a fake Pokemon region that uh someone is designing. It's called the let me see if I can pronounce it right. The Rizoyo region. Okay. Um it's based on the Southwest, like the the oh, nice. Arizona, New Mexico area. It's only uh, she she's done the starters so far. Um, they look rad. I'm very into them. I'm going to try to find the person's name real quick. I will find it at some point and I will cut it in here. 
It's McIntyre Wrath, McIntyre spelled how you expect it to be, Wrath spelled with no W at the start. And that's also their Twitter handle. Thanks, Future Jake. She's just been designing new Pokemon. They look really great. Uh, there's like a, the fire one is like a bearded dragon. And the grass one is a cactus rabbit. And then it's a fish that I just want to protect. <laughs> like it, like the first form of it has like. That's how I felt about Wimpod. But then it evolves into like a bug mech. And I'm like, oh, you're fine. You don't need my help. You're good. <laughs> you're good, Wimpod. Uh, yeah, like it, it's really cool. Um, and she was talking about like her process. Is like, hey, if you ever want a bunch of like fanboy nerds telling you how to make your pokemon thing better just i don't know put anything pokemon on the internet yeah um, so like everyone be cool if you're gonna go follow her uh it's on instagram and i think it has a uh a twitter too so uh, go check that out it's real fun cool yeah so that's that's it that's my news let's let's uh let's go on a on a journey through wherever it is that we're going today Welcome to the Ilix Forest, everybody. Hope you have fun with bugs. That's the slogan that I just made up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a it's a great time. Ilix Forest, it's a great time. Ilix Forest, the forest that time remembers. Okay. Ta- the time... The We're time, getting there. Time travel forest. We're getting closer. Ilix Forest is a pretty big place. It's positioned between Azalea Town and Route 34. Cool. When you first get there, there's only like a little area that you can go to. It's just like a path that kind of loops around. The entrance into the greater forest is blocked by a tiny little shrub that you, that you can't get by. You cannot get by no matter how hard you try. cut it yet. So when you first get here, the apprentice of the charcoal kiln, which I don't know if you remember from two months ago, is in Azalea Town. I do, I do remember now. Um, I haven't he, thought about it in that amount of time, but I remember now. <laughs> he's just past the gatehouse, and he's like, oh, no. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I really messed up. I brought the farfetch out here to cut tree branches that we could yeah. make into charcoal. Uh, he is fast, and he ran away. I couldn't get him. Oh, uh, what a bummer. And but he's it, like, hey, you could get him for me. <laughs> you got running shoes. You can uh, get him. <laughs> you being a 10-year-old. And just very eager and a nice person. Uh, you go, you get the Farfetch, you chase him around the the little looping path. In Heart Gold and Soul Silver, there's two. You have to chase Paths? them both back. No, oh, two Farfetch. Far-fetch. You have to okay. chase them both back to the entrance. The path is the same, but the puzzle is different. Okay. Um, a little bit. They added another one. It's right. Little... Will one get away if you take too long getting the other one? Or is it just no. like once you get back there, it's good? I say puzzle, but all it is is sneak up behind them and chase them in the other direction. Right. Chase them in the direction Push toward them the forward. entrance. Yeah. yeah. Um, he will reward you with the cut HM that lets you get deeper into the forest. It's looking at the map, like all the way zoomed out. It's pretty disorienting. It's a pretty big place. There's a lot of places that loop back onto themselves. Okay. Um, so as a kid, I imagine it's pretty easy to just get turned around and be like, I, I don't know which way is which. I don't know which way I need to be going anymore. I definitely got lost in the Viridian forest as a kid. And that's not as tricky. <laughs> it's not as tricky as this one. Um, this one's also a lot denser. There's a lot more trees, so yeah. the paths are narrower, and everything is just, like, very claustrophobic, kind of. Yeah. It's a very, I, like, tight forest. I feel like the Ilix Forest is kind of the promise of, like, paying off the promise of the Viridian Forest. Like, because you go into the Viridian Forest, and you're like, oh, it's, you know, it's a little foggy in here. It's, like, Yeah, and everyone's covered. like, oh, it's such amazing. You're going to get, get lost. so yeah. lot. It's just, like, a straight zigzagging path. Yeah, you, like, go to the left and then, like, come back to the right <laughs> after a couple minutes, and you're good. And this one's, like, actually big and twisty and got a lot of stuff going on. So I, I kind of love that. Um, just past the cut tree is, or bush, shrub, whatever it is. Sapling. Uh, 
there's a little shrine. It's like a little house that's up on stilts, like a little log cabin looking thing that's up on some stilts. Uh-huh. But you talk to it and it says, this is a shrine to the forest protector. Okay. Ilix, whom this forest is named after. The Pokemon Ilix. Yes. No, Ilix, I didn't write it down anywhere, but uh, it gets its name. I guess it's like a type of holly. Okay. It's a good name. And then up toward the the Route 34 exit side, just before that gatehouse, there is a small pond. Which just kind of adds to the like atmosphere and gives a couple more Pokemon options to right. the area. So it does have you zigzag through the path up to the top, and then when you get to like the top right corner, there's a split. You can either go to the right, which is a path that goes down and like loops back around toward the middle of the forest, or you can go up, which will lead out to the exit to Route 34. Okay. Um, because you have to go up, and then it pushes you left, and you go out. Uh, but if you take that looping path, there is a trainer at the end of it who will either give you the TM for headbutt or in the remakes is a move tutor for the move headbutt. Okay. Uh, so you can smash some trees and you can get all the pine codes. Get all your favorite you, pine codes. you could ever Maybe want. Maybe a spinner rack if you're feeling frisky. Uh, but let's talk about the shrine for just a minute before we okay. finish up in here. Uh, in the Japanese version of Crystal... There's a Pokemon mobile system that did not make it out of Japan. Uh, and you okay. can use that to get a GS ball, which you would then bring to Kurt, and he will study it for a night, and the next day he'll give it back to you. Um, I don't know if he tells you to go put it in the shrine or if you just have to figure that out yourself. Okay. But if you go and put the GS ball in the shrine, it triggers a battle with a level 30 Celebi. Okay. Celebi being the forest actual protector. The forest protector, not Elix. <laughs> In the remakes, there is no GS Ball event. It was completely wiped because it never made it out of Japan. No one over here knew it, so uh, they were like, yeah, if, don't don't worry about it. Until now, because if this comes out on, what did we say? The 24th. 20, the 24th. Crystal is going to be released on the 3DS Virtual Console on the 26th. Okay. Uh, and from what I have read, I don't know if it's been confirmed true or not, but that GS Ball event is going to be programmed into the Virtual Console Crystal, so you'll be able to... Okay. Do the event and encounter a Celebi in oh, the virtual console version. I'm thinking about picking that up. I shouldn't, but I'm thinking <laughs> about picking that up. It's ten bucks. Oh, I got ten bucks. Everybody's got ten bucks. I hate playing on the 3DS. Is my problem. <laughs> I just kind of hate that. I don't. I don't hate the system. I just don't enjoy it the way I enjoy a console. But I do really want to play, a, like. Soul Silver again, yeah. But I don't want to restart because I have a lot of <laughs> friends on there. Uh, so this well, is a good medium. <laughs> pay five dollars a year to get Pokemon Bank. Transfer your friends up. I don't know. I can do that. Can you do that from Soul Silver? You have to jump through some hoops, but you can get them I there. Got, I, well, I have a copy of White, so I can send them to White. Send them to White. We can do the Pokemon transport up to Pokemon Bank, and then put them into your copy of Sun. <laughs> okay, that's a lot. That's a lot to go through. You can use my Pokemon bank if you want. You don't have to pay the five bucks. Cool. I'll, I'll die on that. <laughs> uh, in the remakes, there is no GS Ball event, but there was a special event for what they called a Pikachu-colored Pichu. I've heard about this, and I don't it's, know what that means. You go to GameStop, and they give you a, a Pichu. It's a shiny Pichu. That's it. That's it. That's okay. It. They say it's Pikachu-colored because shiny was not an official term yet. Right. Um. And it kind of is, it is, because Pichu is like a little bit lighter yellow than a Pikachu. It's like a little darker it's yellow. shiny is like a little darker. It doesn't even have like red cheeks or anything. It's just like. They do have red cheeks. Do they have net? Do they usually have red cheeks? Pichus have red cheeks. Okay. Yeah. 
I'm pretty sure they I don't think red. they do. I I'm, think they do. Uh, hold on. I'm pretty sure Pichus have little red cheeks. I'm do I'm doing a, a Dexter. I'm a Dextit. Okay. Yep, there it is. And I, I'm looking at the shiny version and the, the cheeks are a little redder and it is a little darker red. Yeah. Not a lot going so, on there. Anyway, you take that special Pikachu color Pichu to the shrine and that'll trigger an event with a very special spiky eared Pichu. Ooh. Which is just a regular Pichu, but this... its sprite has like little spikes on its left ear. Instead of just coming to one point, it comes to like, there's like three points. Okay. Uh, because it has a special unique sprite, it doesn't evolve. It's just Pichu forever. Okay. <laughs> they couldn't program a spiky-eared Pikachu and Raichu in there? No, because I guess that would be too cool. And also, there's no spiky-eared Pichu in any game going forward, so it cannot come out of Heart Gold or Soul it, you Silver. You can't remove it, which that seems like a thing you could just be like, also this like yeah. do you not have any room for one sprite or just like it's a spiky eared pichu sure but you can evolve it into a pikachu and just like it'll just be a regular one at least just give the option for it yeah i mean i feel like i would i would be kind of bummed if my if, <laughs> if my spiky eared pichu turned into just a regular pikachu but like that's no reason to not be able to do something yeah um, but also if you come back to this shrine with a Celebi that was given away, I think also at GameStop. I'm looking at the sprite now real quick. Yeah. Why just one ear? It's some, there was a movie that it was like, it, there was like a Pikachu short or it was okay. in a movie. So it was like a movie tie-in. Okay. Movie tie-ins are always the best video game properties. Yeah. As we all know. My favorite <laughs> is, uh, they're really, they're re-releasing, uh, red and blue, but at the end, you die and Pikachu talks to you in a human voice. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for that. It's going to be real fun. Ho-Oh murders you. Oh, boy. I still really want to watch that movie, even yeah. if there's that one really dumb part in it. It'll be interesting to see how it's like, what if the anime started when all of this new stuff existed already? Yeah. And, like, Ash made different friends. He dies. That's how it is. <laughs> no, he dies in the first movie, too, but what? the tears of all his Pokemon bring him back to life. That's true. Uh, and if you come back later with a special event Celebi that I think was also a GameStop giveaway, I don't know if they were doing online mystery gifts in Gen 4 it yet. It might have been that like weird GameStop Wi-Fi thing where it had yeah. to be one of their codes or passwords or whatever. Uh, that triggers a special event that will have Celebi take you back in time Okay, to learn about Silver's past and just kind of like flesh his character out a little bit so you learn like he is the son of giovanni and he hates team rocket because his, yeah his dad is like not around i guess <laughs> his dad left because he was bad at team rocket and a, and a 10 year old beat him and he had to run away um and i'm not sure if it's it doesn't make sense if this next part is still in the past but the event ends with you battling giovanni in the tojo falls yeah um and he hears the call from team rocket over the radio waves so i feel like this part is like maybe it is still in the past if this is post game. If you yeah. can only trigger it post game. Um he hears it and he's like, I'm not gonna go back. <laughs> Cause you yeah. beat him, and he's like, Well, I got beat by a ten year old again. Another ten year old beat me. So I'm I guess out. this one has sixteen badges though. He's so strong. Uh he, yeah, if you go to the Tojo Falls without the event, there is like a radio there 
just like chilling. Yeah. That like nothing's coming over. But I like the idea that like you went back in time and beat him and he hears the radio broadcast and is like, I can't show my face <laughs> again. Yeah. He's like, Team Rocket's just, he's de- it's dead. We failed. Yeah. Uh, man, gold is so good. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. That's all the fun stuff you can do here in the Ilix Forest. Let's talk about, there's one trainer in Generation 2. I'm not sure who he is. He might be the guy who gives you headbutt. Okay. Um, he might not be. He's not there in Gen 4. Okay. Okay. Uh, he has two Pokemon. They're level 8 and 10. You can stomp him. It's yeah, fine. Yeah. There's like a Caterpie and a Butterfree maybe. Oh, or yeah. Something. You can kill nothing. him. Uh, Pokemon, though, available in the forest in the grass are Caterpie, Metapod, Weedle, Kakuna, Pidgey, Zubat, Oddish, Paris, Venonat, Psyduck, Hoot Hoot. Okay. You can surf and get Psyduck and Golduck. You can fish and get Poliwag, Poliwhirl, and Magikarp. You can use your shiny new headbutt on trees. You can get Caterpie, Metapod, Butterfree, Weedle, Kakuna, Beedrill, Execute, Hoot Hoot, Noctowl, and Pineco. You guys know the headbutt greatest hits. It's the headbutt, boys. (laughs) Team headbutt. Yeah. Hashtag butt squad. Uh, are you ready for the Hoenn sound and the Sinnoh sound? Yes. They're different. Oh. They're like a little different. The Hoenn sound will give you a Numel or Spoink. Okay. The Sinnoh sound will give you Badoo or Carnivine. Carnivine which, is the cactus. That, well, it's, it's not like a, cactus, a big Venus floating fly. Venus flytrap. Yeah, trap. okay. Yep. And, and Badoo is like a little guy in a, in like a towel? It's like it's a baby. It's like a seed for... Levani, Rosalia. Right? Rosalia, right. Yeah. Okay, what am I thinking of? Swaddle-o? Swaddle. Yes, Swaddle. Swaddloon, yes. I think, is the first form of that. I don't know. I, I Okay, anyway, yeah. That's Gen neat. 5 bugs, who can tell? It's neat that it's different. That's pretty cool. Yeah. You burst out of the other side of the forest. You made it. You only did a couple laps. Yeah. <laughs> you only got lost three or four times. It's fine. Uh, you're on Route 34 now. It's a long vertical route that runs from the forest straight up to the gate of goldenrod the path is pretty straightforward it just goes around uh, quite a few patches of tall grass it's a pretty active route cool there are six trainers here on the main route they have pokemon ranging from level 7 to 17 on the western i guess coast of the route is like a little bit of water yeah that you can surf down and it goes to like the secret little cove that's kind of like adjacent to but also behind the forest uh, so you can only go down there with Surf. So the three trainers down there are a little stronger. Their Pokemon range from level 22 to 28. Okay. Uh, but most notably on this route is the daycare center, which is right outside the Goldenrod Gate. Ah, yes. Um, And this is the first time you can breed Pokemon, because in Kanto, you could only put one Pokemon in the daycare center. Right. And this one, you can do two. You baby pokes. The whole gimmick of this generation, besides the new Pokemon, was babies. Yep. Babies and eggs. Babies and eggs. <laughs> gotta love them. I'm the baby. Gotta love me. <laughs> you have to. So the Pokemon available on this route in the grass, Pidgey, Rattata, Jigglypuff, Abra, Drowsy, Ditto, Hoot Hoot, and Snubble. Nothing too fancy. I think Snubble might be new. I don't know if it was on the route before Azalea or not. I don't know. It might be new. It might not be. I, not. Think, I think Snubble is also only available in the morning, whereas Hoot Hoot is available at night. At night. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, surf is tentacool and tentacruel. It's outside. I don't know what you guys expected. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fishing is Krabby, Kingler, Magikarp, Staryu, Corsola. Headbutt is the same list as before, plus Ladybot and Spinarak. Okay. They're um, not allowed in the forests. They they know what they did. 
Yep. They've been ostracized. Get out on Get- You cannot come in here. Go to Route 30 and go to the other one before then. Don't you touch me. <laughs> uh, in Gen 4, you can get a swarm of Ralts on this route. Ooh. That, that would be such a weird swarm. Oh, no, these little kids with bowl cuts are running <laughs> after me. It would be. There's just like a thousand <laughs> Ralts just like run floating because they're like psychic types. Yeah. They're like, ooh. It's like upside down ice cream cone children. <laughs> Get out of here, Cousin Oliver. Hoenn sound is Linoon uh, and Wismer. Sinnoh sound is Badoof and Buizel. It's all yeah, the same stuff. all your faves. But in Pokemon Crystal, there's a cool thing that I either completely forgot or just never got okay. and never did, and it's called the Odd Egg. Oh? In Japan, this was another Pokemon Mobile thing, but from what I could gather, they just made the Daycare Man give it to you in like the international version. Right. Inside the egg could either be Pichu, actually, yes, either is one or the other, but there's quite a few options. Okay. Uh, Pichu, Cleffa, Igglybuff, Tyrogue, Smoochum, Elicator, Magby, all the new babies. Right. Um, you can get one of those from the egg. They will know the move Dizzy Punch. Okay. And they also, in Japan, where you had to do the mobile app thing, I say app because it's so ingrained into my right. brain now. It wasn't an app. It was like a... You had to like plug into a mobile phone yeah, and you use to... your like cell phone tower <laughs> to get a signal into your video game somehow. Jeez. They would have a 50% chance of being shiny when they hatch. Oh. In the international release, that was reduced to a 14% chance, which is still much higher than the one in 8,000 yeah, yeah. whatever <laughs> that the regular shiny rate is. Yeah. That's neat though. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't remember ever getting that. And if I did, I was so young at the time, I did not realize that this Magby was special. I definitely did not hatch a shiny one. No. Uh, because I did not, I knew the star from, you know, Gyarados and all that stuff. Oh, uh, I'd never seen a shiny in real life, so I don't know. <laughs> oh, just go into Ultra Space. There's millions of them. <sighs> Probably not for me. I'll go in and be like, no, we're all normal, Jake. Because shiny is a hoax being perpetrated on you for years by everyone you know and love. <laughs> uh, so that's it. We are going to end this at the gate to Goldenrod City. That's a big place. That'll be our next episode. Yeah. That and I think the route past it. And then the next episode after that is when we will try to include the ruins of Valve. I will lump it in, I think, with the National Park, I think is how it's going to go. Okay. So we can do a bug spotlight and not have to worry about unknown. Yeah. Oopsie doodles. Oops. (laughs) Um, Because everybody's going to know what the... Spotlight Pokemon for Goldenrod City is going to be. I'm not going to spoil it, but you can guess, I'm sure. I don't remember. I have no idea. So I'm excited to find out. Uh, Speaking of Spotlight, though, that's what we're doing now, right? Right. All right. Who's that Pokemon? It's Celebi! Celebi is Pokemon number 251. It is the Time travel Pokemon. So they only added 100 Pokemon. 100 Gen 2. Yep. 100, okay. A flat 100. That's cool. It is a psychic grass type, but I feel like if it was introduced after Gen 6, it would be fairy grass. Fairy grass, easily. And, the, um, and they didn't change it in the Gen 6 changeover because it's a legendary. The only ones they changed were normal types. Yeah. These ones are secretly fairies. Yeah. Uh, it is two feet and weighs 11 pounds. Okay. Nice. Even numbers. None of these weird Point decimal points. Um, it only gets the natural cure ability, which will heal status conditions when it is switched out of battle. Oh, that's nice. It is very nice. 
the Pokedex was kind of just like a one note <laughs> song. Yeah. But I will I tried to flesh it out a little bit. It wanders through time visiting forests, helping the grass and trees in the area that it visits uh flourish and grow. Okay. When its job is done, it disappears deep into the forest, leaving only an egg behind, which is thought to be a gift from the future. Okay. That is never elaborated on. Maybe that's the odd egg. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, maybe. Because I don't, I didn't, I wanted to watch a video of, like of somebody getting the odd egg just to see what the event what it's like, of yeah. it is, but I, I didn't end up doing that. Okay. Is the, it's not like a Celebi egg, right? No. Okay, good. That, that's all it says in the Pokedex is it leaves the egg behind from the future. Oh, so it's one of those like implied things. Like you don't actually, like, yeah. it, like maybe that is the odd egg. It's, it's just Celebi lore. Like, right, there's right. no. No one's ever seen it. Uh, it is seen as a beacon of hope and is said to only appear during times of peace and bright futures, which is a weird way to say that. But yeah. The only way I could think of. Sure. Like, oh, this this area ha- has like a nice future. I've been there. So I'm going to go back and just like hang out. Make sure. And like make sure it I happens. Guess. Okay. Sure. I like to think it goes back in time. It's like these plants and trees, they flourish because it goes back in time and like fixes it, so then when it gets to back to right. the present, the forest is very nice. Okay, so it's like a a forest guardian. Yeah, that it protects c- it like through time. Yeah, it protects it forever, the whole time. Yeah, I like that a lot. It's always protecting it. Yeah, because it can be anyone. Yes. A <laughs> uh, little bit of trivia. It's like I don't know. Trivia was kind of weird for Celebi. Not a lot of like. Weird game facts, more anime stuff. Okay. <laughs> well, that's not necessary then. <laughs> <sighs> I do want to talk about it, though. Okay, no, yeah, that's fine. Uh, it's the only one of the new 100 Pokemon that were not featured in the Gold and Silver Pokerap. Does um, Pokerap for Gold and Silver? Yeah. Oh, woof. Uh, as Mew was not featured in the original Pokerap, they both are featured in the Hoenn version. Are they, so, are they still doing poker raps? I don't know if they still do, but I guess they did them at least through the advanced season or series, Yikes, I guess. Yikes, the poker <laughs> rap is so bad. I need to seek these other ones out. I know they're not going to be as just perfect as the first one. It's Okay, what do you, <laughs> what do you mean as perfect? <laughs> it's, it's not. It's, it doesn't even rhyme half the time. It's awesomely terrible. It's just nostalgia, God. It's nostalgia um, earbuds. Hey. All I know is I enjoy it. I don't care why. I, I guarantee you, if you <laughs> listen to these ones, it's going to be exactly the same. <laughs> I bet it's like a whole different beat. Oh, it would be awesome if it was the same two guys, though. <laughs> anyway, Matsumisu Hidaka revealed in an interview in 2008 that the GS ball in the anime was going to contain Celebi and that it would play a role throughout the entire Johto storyline, but that whole idea was scrapped, and the GS ball just disappeared from the anime completely, and Celebi... 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 Celebi got its own movie, Celebi, the voice of the forest, uh, instead. Okay. Um, and it is the first... I don't know if this is true, because I am 100% sure Mew is in the movie... But maybe they're not counting the movies. It says this is the first event-exclusive Pokemon to appear in the anime, and the only way I believe that is if Mew is not in the like episodic television show and right. only is in the first movie. Is Mew an event Pokemon? Yeah. I thought, you, I thought you just sent your thing in. I thought you sent your cartridge in and they put Mew on it. 
No, you had to like go somewhere and get it put onto your cartridge. You feel like a KB Toys and like yeah, plug like it a in. Toys R Us or something. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Weird. I thought you just like sent it to Pokemon. You were like, hey, you missed one. They're like, sorry, here you go. <laughs> well, even that, I guess, would be like the kind original of event. special. Yeah, event. I yeah. guess that makes sense. Unless they're not counting Mew for some reason, I just, I don't know. I it has to be true, but I just I don't believe it. Well, I mean, also it's only the second one. It's only the second event that's, Pokemon. That's true. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, uh, definitely Mew is in the first movie. Yeah, which it's, is a, it's a whole plot point. That's the whole deal with that. <laughs> huh, weird. For its origin, it may be related to the nature worship of Shintoism and based on a fairy, a dryad, which is a tree nymph from Greek mythology, or a kodama, which is a tree spirit from Japanese folklore. Okay. Uh, its name might be a combination of celestial and being. Its Japanese name is Serebi and maybe a combination of Serenity and B, which is the word for beauty. Okay. Um, and that's it. Uh, that's your boy Celebi. Okay. I I think the um the like the the Shinto origin makes a lot of sense because from what I understand, and please take with this a Himalayan lamp of salt, because <laughs> your boy is not as up to date on that stuff as he could be. <laughs> Uh, from what I understand, Johto is a is much more rooted in like the Shinto mythology, and like it has a lot more hints and stuff of that than Kanto did, which was more like the like urban and small town areas, right. as opposed to like the uh like like traditions and yeah, temples like the traditions that are and temples and stuff. Because like there's like three different towers like that are yeah, you and like there's like the castles like that are all over japan that are like both places of worship and also traditional castles so like i think that makes a lot of sense to me uh what would you name a celebi you don't seem like you name legendaries do you i i don't usually know i would name mine ilix <laughs> after the forest that it protects right i don't know what i would name it i would name it jirachi and throw everybody off <laughs> name it magikarp <laughs> what is it? oh that's just magikarp <laughs> that's just my magic card. Don't look into it. Magic card from the future where there's so, Celebes. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask you a question about the GS ball? Yep. Is it a Pokeball? Yes. Okay. I as a kid when I read GS ball and I was like real heavy into the the video game. I don't want to say hacking, but cheat devices. Yes. I thought it meant Game Shark ball because the only way uh, you could get it was to hack it, it. Game Shark. Yeah. Um. There is an NPC in Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon in the fairy terminal on Akala Island. Okay. That if you talk to them, they straight up are like, hey, have you heard about GS Ball? <laughs> it might stand for Gold Silver Ball. also might stand for Greatest Smith's Ball. Nobody's really sure. Greatest Smith? Yeah, like Kurt is like a ball smith. So uh, okay. it's like the Greatest Smith ball uh in the anime the top half of it is gold and the bottom half of it is silver. okay that's what i figured it was uh, so like it's that. the gold silver ball yeah obviously that's that's i'm mad that that didn't get more that didn't get to be over here it was just before i read about it being in the re-release of crystal that guy shouting about the gs ball was very jarring for me yeah <laughs> i like that i i like i see what i always thought it was it was a different type of pokeball that you could get and use and it would be used on like like and this is literally memories from when i was 11 and pokemon gold was about gold and silver were about to come out and like people it had already come out in japan and so like the nerds the super duper nerds in my class who had the internet yeah were like it's a, there's a gold silver like the gs ball or whatever and i was like do you catch 
like, do you need this ball to catch specific Pokemon? Like, sort of like how the Ultra Beast balls work. Right. But, right. like, not as lame. Yeah. Because it, it was my 11-year-old memory and, and all that hope <laughs> <laughs> still in it. Yeah. It's still a neat idea, though, that, like, Celebi's in it. There's only one ball, and Celebi's already in it, and you need to put it back to release it. Yeah. It's just, how did it get in there? Someone caught it. Gold caught it the in the great, past. No, because then Gold couldn't have caught the it The greatest Smith caught it. Maybe. <laughs> His name was Smith, and he was the greatest. He was the best. This guy's number one. Okay. Well, uh, what what would you guys uh, name a Celebi? Let us know. Hashtag at PWT rate, and we'll talk about it in our name rating segment on next episode. Thankfully, some of you did that for the last one. And we're going to go rate those names right now. Real quick before we move Never, on. Okay. A shiny Celebi is like pinkish. Okay. If I had a shiny one, I would name it Rhubarb. That's a good name. <laughs> I don't good... know about a regular one, though. Celery? Celery. <laughs> Both are equally bad to bite when they're raw. Yeah. So I was, that makes sense. All right. We're going to write some names. Okay, Josh, we got some names to rate. Yep. So if you are not familiar with our name rating segment, or if maybe you've forgotten in the two months that it's been since we <laughs> asked uh, last, uh, we have a scale of one to five. That is Pokeball, Premier Ball, Ultra, nope, Pokeball, Premier Ball, Great Ball, Ultra Ball, Master Ball. We each get one Master Ball per episode. We can use it retroactively, which we usually do. I'm, I try not to. I'm trying to like do that less, but you know, yeah, you can't but always. You, you can't always help it. Um, so you, you don't want to you don't want to waste it on a slow bro and a Mewtwo is waiting at the end. Right, exactly. <laughs> so I knew somebody who definitely used theirs on like a Kingler or something <laughs> like something stupid. Got uh, it. Yes. Yes. Uh, I used it on Mewtwo because I was. And I, I'm not. I read. I you. read the guide. I knew. <laughs> I didn't, but they were like, I can catch anything, and then I was like, oh, I gotta save it then. And I almost used it on Zapdos, but I was like, I can get him in an Ultra Ball. I can do it. Um, I did. I yeah, did the thing it. is, there's three birds, but you know there's got to be something there's one of. Right, yeah. Like, <laughs> well, there's a place you can't go. Anyway, it's not the point. The point is, if you tweet it to us at PWT Podcast, use the hashtag PWT rate, just one rate, not rates. I will look at that afterwards this time because we're a little light on names. But other than that, I will never look at it. Uh, so first up is from Zeke. Uh, and this is, uh, <laughs> he says, dang, I'm coming off for premiere and then a double Pokeball performance. So, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Zeke, we just call him like we see him. So his Scyther name, because Scyther was the Pokemon we did last time, yeah. I forgot and I had to ask, is Ed after the scissor hands? Okay. I was expecting an Edward. Ed is a little out of left field and it's I just, like that. It's just Ed. Yeah. Oh, I like Ed. That he's That's just my Scyther, Ed. Ed. Go get him, Ed. Good old Ed Scissorhands. <laughs> that just sounds ridiculous. Well, when you only, say it like that. He only they only call him Edward when he's in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> old old Eddie Skizzers. Uh, I will a great ball, Ed. I will. I will also do a great ball for Ed. Also, um, he named his Bell Sprout Professor, and I think we pokeballed that. It's named after Professor Sprout from Harry uh, Professor Sprout from Harry Potter. I am a very big Harry Potter fan. It went right over my head. <laughs> so that's all. I'll take the mail on that one. That's that's not your fault, Zeke. Uh, next up is from Benny. Uh, Benny says, I associate Scyther with False Swipe, adding swarm ability for my catching Pokemon, and my green knife buddy is called Kidnapper. 
Oh no. No, I don't That's a pretty rocket name. Are you a bad guy trainer, Benny? Oh, I feel like Benny's a bad guy trainer. Have you seen the math that he gives us over on the Morphin <laughs> Grid? Actively trying to give us existential crises all the time? He's a rocket. You're right. I can feel it. All right. Um because you are a bad guy trainer, we decided. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. Kidnapper? That was it? Kidnapper. That's uh I'll grape all that one too. I'm gonna go with the premiere ball. Because I, because you don't kidnap, you catch them, and you become their friends. I don't Not know if you're a rocket, you kidnap well, I, them. That no, that's true. Bumped up to Grave Ball, <laughs> you convinced me. Uh, next up is from Amanda. She says, "Say their name, Julienne. It's a person name. Also, you need a big sharp knife to Julienne carrots. And then there's just a picture of a bunch of carrots all sliced up. <laughs> I assume that's how you Julienne them. Uh, I really like that name. I do too, especially like just the cooking knife." And not the killing knife reference. I like that a lot. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's like Scyther gets a bad rap because his hands are blades that'll cut are, you in are half. sides? Like the Grim Reaper? Uh, but he's also... I bet a lot of Pokemon World chefs use him for the slicing and dicing. Oh, boy. Hey, look for that in United Got coming a cute up. little apron, maybe a cute chef's hat. Oh, yeah. Heck, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go with an Ultra Ball. Uh, yeah, Ultra Ball that, too. That's very good. Next up is from Porsche. Got a repeat one. Edward. Uh, every time I get to say their name, Edward, boy or girl, because I got them scissor hands. <laughs> uh, also, she tagged at PWT rate and PWT rates just in case. <laughs> and I like that about you, Portia. I'm gonna now. I have a shortcut to PWT rates in a second. <laughs> um, I. It's not as good as just Ed. It isn't. It's a little obvious. It's the same reference, but it's not as good. Uh, I'm just, I'm gonna go with Premier Ball. Same. Next up is from Matt. Matt says, I nicknamed a Scyther Miss French after the substitute teacher from the Teacher's Pet episode of Buffy. That's season one, episode four. Uh, spoiler, she was a praying mantis. Spoilers for a now 20-year-old show. Yeah, I've seen that episode. Um, I get the reference. I'm going to master ball this one. That's a, that's a cheap and easy way into my heart. I will... I'm not going to master ball it. Oh, dang. I'm taking my master ball away. I just saw the other one. Okay. I'm going to... I was I was gonna great ball it. I'm gonna still great ball it. I'm gonna ultra ball this one. Uh, cause Miss French is a giant prank mantis, and that's a good name. Uh, this is another good one though, and I love it because it there's no context. Uh, this is from Cassidy. I've given some thought. I've, I've given it some thought, and I think I'd name a Scyther roller skate. That's a master ball for me. <laughs> I mean, I don't think you could argue with that. Yeah, you would name it a Scyther roller skate. <laughs> that's, like, like, that's a roller skate. <laughs> I just, I, oh, I'm going to master ball it too, but I, I need to know your process. I need to know what the thoughts were. Don't tag me in that. Just send that right to at LL Cool Running because I just want, I want to live in the mystery of why it is called Roller Skate. I just want to know what some of the, the lesser options were. I, there weren't any. But she said a lot of thought. So there had to be some, there had to be some choice made at some point between Roller Skate and something else. Yeah, I guess you're right. I don't know. I'm just glad you went with Roller Skate. That rules. Um, I just checked uh, PWT rates. It's there's there's no, none over there. All right. So that's gonna do it for this segment. If you want to get in on this, uh, please send your names to at PWT podcast hashtag at PWT rate. There will be less than two months between this episode and the next one. I promise. So we will get to it sooner. Uh, I will also try to like tweet it out to remind people. Uh, next time before we record. Today kind of sprung up on us due to, again, some weird scheduling. Yep. <laughs> so that is that. 
All right, guys. Uh, don't have a ton of fan interactions. I do just want to again remind people that Shan's comic, The Very Best, is available now. Uh, we did an interview on it. If you skip that because you're like, I don't want to. I just listen to the regular shows. Uh, I, I interviewed Shannon about it. Shannon's a delight. I obviously <laughs> she's uh, one of our friends. Uh, but I cannot stress how good this comic is. Very, very good. It's the very best. Some might say. <laughs> finger guns good job thank you <laughs> um so yeah definitely go check it out it's at you can get it at gum.co slash the very best uh it's all lowercase i don't know if that if it's case sensitive or not but just in case don't case them is that anything keep your cases down keep your cases <laughs> uncased keep them lower <laughs> lower your case hey everyone lower your cases please <laughs> uh yeah it's uh it's really great it's a really sweet funny comic uh and it's beautiful so you know does that go for it too? Uh, and help Shannon out because she put a lot of work into it. So you can also uh, find her on Patreon at patreon.com slash Shannon Maynard. Uh, if you're a $10 patron, you can get access to the comic or you can get a wordless version, which has all the backgrounds not covered up by speech bubbles. Oh. So yeah, there's a whole bunch of art stuff that she just posts, just like post art and stuff. So uh, you should definitely think about doing that. Uh, we're on Patreon, patreon.com slash Hey Jake and Josh. I have a spotlight that's been sitting on my desktop for, I'm going to say, the better part of six months. So I'm going to try to finish that. I probably said back in November that I would finish it for December, and obviously that was a lie. I'm going to try to knock that out soon. We will have it done in 2018. Definitely in 2018. We will get back to doing those. Maybe every other month instead of every month. Um, All right. Just because, again, scheduling is... I can't even remember how we picked those. Did we do votes... Sometimes we do votes. Sometimes we just we just let the magic hit us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, maybe we'll do votes. On, there's now a poll option on Patreon. So maybe if you're a patron of any level, you can go vote for what our spotlights will be. We'll start getting those up. I genuinely do not remember what that spotlight Pokemon is. Is that one the Abra family? No, that one. Squirtle. That one went up. It might be Squirtle. I don't know. I can't remember I any other ones we No, did. we started with Squirtle. Okay. I have no idea who it is. It's an exciting adventure for me too. <laughs> for when I edit it, uh, those are Patreon exclusive. They're not Patreon exclusive, right? They they are on Patreon, and then eventually they pop as they pop up in. Uh... Yeah, probably. <laughs> it's been so long, and we're sorry about that, guys. Uh, things get away from you. It happens. Uh, we're gonna try to get back to that. Get back on track this year. Um, also, you can go check out Pokemon World Tour United, it's a actual play RPG podcast where we are characters in Pokemon. Uh, we're in Act Two now. So there's plenty to binge if you're into that. Anything else that we do in this? Hmm. If you're into Magical Girls, we're doing a Magical Girl RPG over on our other RPG podcast, Cool Kids Table. Uh, it's called Sequinox. We're using the Sailor Moon RPG system, which is at best broken. <laughs> and at worst, uh, I don't want to say unplayable, but tricky to wrap your head around. Shattered. Yeah. At worst, it is shattered. Just ruined. Uh, yeah, so go check that out. We play real fun characters and... Try to tape it back together whenever it falls apart. Yeah, uh, we we just we've started getting pretty loose with the rules because <laughs> they're uh, kind of a mess. Uh, Shannon DMs it. Uh, we got our friend Cassidy uh, on to to round out the team. It's us and Alan and Cassidy as magical girls uh, who are, each are our powers are based on the seasons, and it's really fun. It's my favorite thing that we've done on Cool Kids Table. Uh, so go check that out. That's something you're into. We will see you in two weeks. 
maybe a month. Hopefully it's not a month. I am going on vacation, so hopefully that doesn't ruin anything. We will see you soon. We will see you in February, bare minimum, I I promise. Uh, But until then, smell you later. I don't know why I pointed at you. I thought I just got... Name Raider! Names! (laughs) (laughs) The spirit overtook me.